step into the world of advertising with FjorgeCast, predicting the most important trends in the advertising industry. Host Tim Barsness dishes on the latest developments within the advertising realm. Tune into the FjorgeCast to receive insider tips and advice from experts within the advertising industry. FjorgeCast is your first stop in hearing about the unique opportunities and challenges advertisers face today. Cranberry Radio is proud to present FjorgeCast with your host, Tim Barsness. Thanks for joining us on the FjorgeCast. I'm Tim Barsness, founder of web and mobile development team Fjorge, and today on our show, we will be talking with Bob Bentz about his mobile-first digital agency, Purple Gator. Welcome to the show, Bob. Thanks for having me, Tim. Bob, tell us a little about Purple Gator. Well, Purple Gator is a mobile-first digital agency. We're located in suburban Philadelphia, and uh, the company is part of a larger company called Advanced Telecom Services, which has been in business since 1989 and has offices in Philadelphia, Toronto, London, and Prague. Got it. So Purple Gator is a a wholly-owned subsidiary? Yes, it is. Okay. And did you, you founded Purple Gator? Yes. Uh, in February 2014, uh, we had been developing some mobile technology, doing app development. Back in the days when you did a different website for mobile, we were doing that. And uh, we decided to uh, kind of go to the next level and uh, create a mobile digital agency in February 2014. We started off as ATS Mobile to try and take advantage of the 27-year lineage of advanced telecom services. But we soon found that uh, Purple Gator was a name that resounded more with, uh, with our customers and prospects. And so that's the name we're going by today. Sure. Got it. So ATS is still around as well? Sure is. Do you guys share an office? Yes. Okay. Got it. Cool. Um, you're also the author of a book called Relevance Raises Response, How to Engage and Acquire with Mobile Marketing. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about your book? Yes, uh, I was given the honor in uh, 2014 of being asked to teach the mobile marketing graduate level course in the communications department at the University of Denver. Of course, I'm in Philly, uh, so it's an online course, if you hadn't guessed that. Uh, And they gave me a book, which was quite a fine book, uh, but it was four years old at the time. And four years in mobile marketing, it it may as well have been ancient history. You know, at this point, there was still uh, a lot of good information in it, but there was a lot of information that was outdated or some, you know, when it came to legal situations around, say, text message marketing, there were some things in there that were just unfortunately wrong. So what I did was started to uh, supplement that course by writing about 10 to 15 pages each week for the students. And then when I got to the end of the 10-week class, I'm like, you know, hey, I'm about a third of a way here to writing my own book. I may as well take this across the finish line. Uh, So I wrote that book this year in 2016. Got it. So is it safe to say you literally wrote the textbook on digital marketing? (laughs) Well, I I wrote this particular 354-page book. I don't know if I can say I wrote the, uh, (laughs) you know, the industry book. (laughs) Sure. Is it used primarily as a textbook or is it kind of more general? Well, it you know it's it's not a, a book that'll philosophize uh, you know academic academically or with academia. It's really based on my experience working at the mobile digital agency every day. So although it's great for students, uh, it's really good for small business people and people already in the industry because it gives you real hard hitting facts on what you can do to increase sales with mobile. Absolutely. 
Um, can you tell me a little bit about how you got into marketing? Well, I've always been a marketing guy. Um, my career started uh, back in the 1980s uh, in the television business, and I sold television advertising. And uh, in my late 20s, uh, back in 1989, I started Advanced Telecom Services, uh, which was uh, set up to take advantage of interaction with landline phones. Now, you have to take yourself back to the time of pre-internet here, uh, when people would have print ads, they didn't have a URL at the bottom of the ad, they had a phone number, an 800 number, where you could call and get more information. So throughout my career, which is now 28 years here at Advanced Telecom Services, I've always been involved in some type of interactive media. But what has changed in those times is been quite significant when it comes to communication because when we started in 1989 there were only three million cell phones in the United States and Canada. Uh, so we started off really as a company that uh, got involved with landline phones as the communication mechanism. Then this thing came along in the late 90s called the internet and I keep telling people that thing's going to catch on one of these days. <laughs> uh, and uh, then uh, more recently in 2002, uh, I got into the mobile business, which was quite early. And uh, I really got into the mobile business because I was over in our London office. And I noticed when people's phones rang, they rang with unique ringtones. At the time, it was mostly Spice Girl songs that they were ringing with. And I decided to bring that concept back to the United States. We started one of the first uh, online ringtone uh, sites where you could download a customizable ringtone to your phone. And we sold that business in 2006 to the publicly traded Zim Corporation of Ottawa, Canada. So that was really my uh, uh, move into mobile. And then in 06, we started to get into technology in terms of mobile, creating apps, uh, doing text message marketing. And that's kind of where we've evolved to today. So our customer base has remained essentially the same over uh, the time. It's just that uh, what has changed for us has been the media that we've delivered the goods in. Sure, got it. Um, so you mentioned you got into the mobile business a little early in 2002. Um, did that feel uneasy or were you positive about that, that move? Well, it was kind of a, you know, it, it really wasn't mobile marketing at that time. It was really just kind of a fun thing to add to your phone. Uh, so it wasn't really until 2006, 2007, uh, we created one of the first do-it-yourself online text message marketing sites that we really were, you know, in uh, mobile uh, to, to uh, the degree that, you know, you think of it today. Got it. So was that text star to 55555 and um, get on our list? Is that the kind of mobile marketing you're talking about? Well, no, it was really more interactive SMS text message marketing, uh, you know, that could be used by everyone from a large business to the mom and pop pizza shop who wants to send out their specials each week. Sure. Got it. Was it automated or was there someone on the other end responding? Yeah, it's a do-it-yourself uh, text message marketing site that's uh, still around today. Got it. Cool. What's the coolest thing you've done in your career? <laughs> well, you know, I'm a fan of professional wrestling, so I had one of my dreams in the uh, early 90s when the company started in 1989. It was really to take advantage of new technology or new billing mechanism at the time called 900 numbers. And with 900 numbers, we were fortunate to get the World Wrestling Federation account. And uh, every month I would go to uh, the pay-per-view events. And when the wrestlers came out of the ring on the pay-per-view, 
pay-per-view event, the first thing they did was came to the uh, referee's locker room, which is where we always were set up with the phone system, and we would interview them, put it on the 900 number, and then fans would call in uh, at $1.99 per minute, and uh, they would uh, get the uh, information there directly from, uh, from the wrestlers. So that was a lot of fun. I got to meet uh, a lot of the professional wrestlers, and it was real exciting and quite lucrative. Very cool. Do you have a favorite wrestler? <laughs> well, it's Hulk Hogan because, uh, you know, Terry Bollea, Hulk Hogan, you know, he's been a great friend over many years and uh, still calls me on Christmas, even though we don't do business anymore. He still calls me and, and wishes me and my family a uh, happy, happy uh, Christmas every year. So uh, that's always a thrill to get his phone call. Very cool. I'm curious how that came about. Was that a... Uh... You know, your passion, you, you applying the technology you had to your passion of wrestling, or how, how did um, you kind of get into that? Well, it really was a combination of uh, my partner, uh, who was a telecom guy, and myself coming from the advertising business, and happened to be living in Connecticut at the time, which is the home of the WWF. So that account was a natural one because I was familiar with TV. And, you know, the great thing about uh, a company like uh, the WWF or anyone that has built-in media like that is uh, they don't have to start to create an audience. They already have an audience. And the other great thing about wrestling that made this such an exciting thing is they don't have to wait for something exciting to happen. You know, they can create excitement every week. So, uh, you know, there always was a storyline. There always was great information to, to put on there. And it, it also was a product that was geared towards the best callers of 900 numbers, and that was young males. Sure. Got it. We need to take a break, but when we come back, we'll be getting a little advice on mobile-first advertising from Bob. Don't go away. FjordCast with Tim Barsness will be right back after a word from our sponsors. Are you paying too much for your paid advertising? Or have you quit altogether because it seemed like a huge waste of money? Studies show that companies waste 25% of their PPC spend on average. The web marketing experts at WMETraining.com can show you how to make your AdWords account a lean, mean converting machine. Whether you're just starting out or want to take your skills to the next level, we have a class for you. Contact the web marketing experts at wmetraining.com. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, So Social, the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your Facebook contests and sweepstakes. Create a fun, easy-to-win contest by writing a simple Facebook post. Watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction. Track your traffic and generate email lists with ease. So Social is mobile-friendly and complies with Facebook terms of service. Let So Social give your Facebook page some flash today. Zoom over to zosocial.com. Content for your ears. And everything in between. Cranberry.fm Tim Barsness is back with more advertising advice with FjorgeCast, only on Cranberry Radio. Welcome back to FjorgeCast. I'm your host, Tim Barsness. We're here with Bob Benz of Mobile First Digital Agency, Purple Gator. Bob, can you give our listeners a pointer or two on, on how to do mobile marketing effectively? Well, sure. Uh, first thing you should do is buy my book, Relevance Raises Response, How to Engage and Acquire with Mobile Marketing. But despite and where can the- you buy your book? <laughs> you can buy the book uh, on Amazon or other fine online 
book retailers, or you can get it at relevanceraisesresponse.com. But that'll give you a good overview. And the reason that I named the book Relevance Raises Response is really that's the unique thing that mobile can do better than any other medium. And keep in mind, I worked in the television industry in the 80s when it was a juggernaut. There were only three networks. There was you know, one upstart called Fox, uh, and they really dominated media along with the local newspaper. But the beauty of of mobile that I have seen in my career is it targets people better than any other medium. And, you know, that starts with geo-targeting. So if you're a small restaurant, for instance, and you only draw your customers from a three to five mile radius from your restaurant, well, you can't really advertise in a metropolitan area on TV, radio, or newspaper because the majority of the people you reach are not going to be able to come to your restaurant because they're on the other side of the city. Uh, so with mobile, the beauty of it is really the targeting. And geo-targeting, we can target just those people that live within a three to five mile radius of your restaurant. And then when you add to that interest targeting, profession targeting, and a host of other targeting, that's really what makes it unique. And that's why I named my book what I did, Relevance Raises Response. Got it. Um, you, you mentioned in our show notes um, the NFL has um, – you might think you are primarily advertising to men, um, but 40% of viewers are female. Are, are you kind of saying that – I guess marketing to TV is is kind of a, a thing of the past. Well, I wouldn't say it's a thing of the past, but uh, you know, television is always going to be a powerful medium. But the difference is, if, for instance, uh, you're in the business of kitchen remodeling and you really only want to reach women 35 to 54 uh, that are in the high. Uh, income zip codes in your retail area. You know, you can target those people specifically, which you really can't do uh, with traditional media. So the thing I say about mobile that makes it so unique in terms of uh, advertising is that there's absolutely no waste. Uh, so we know that you're a female. We know that you live uh, in a high-income zip code, and we know we're, you're between the ages of 35 to 54. You can't really target people that well with traditional medium as you can on mobile. Got it. What are some common myths or misconceptions about working your field? Yeah, one of the common myths and misconceptions, I think, centers around text message marketing. And, you know, text message marketing in 2008 was mobile marketing, and it's certainly evolved a lot uh, since then. But with text message marketing, I, get, I still get a lot of customers that say to me, oh, I hate getting texts on my phone. And, you know, I always say to people, you know, marketing isn't about what you like or what you think. It's what the masses think. And a lot of people say, well, I'd never do text message marketing because, you know, that's so annoying. It's so intrusive. But the beauty of text message marketing is that people have to opt in as opposed to email marketing, which is opt out marketing. You need to have permission from somebody before you can send them a text message from your business. And uh, there's some pretty significant fines if you start spamming people on text, which is why we don't really get a lot of spam on our text uh, on, on our phones right now. Uh, sure, you get some every now and then, but for the most part, it's nowhere near what you get in your email in terms of spam. So the beauty of text message marketing and the misconception that a lot of people have is that you, know, you don't want to annoy the people. You don't want to be too intrusive in sending them a message. But people have actually opted in to receive your advertising message. And how powerful is that, uh, that people have said, I want to receive your advertising? And that's why SMS text message marketing works so well. Sure. Are there any brands that you think do SMS really well? 
Well, I think there's a lot of brands that do it well, uh, and I think there's some that don't do it well. Uh, Macy's is one that, to me, doesn't do it well uh, because they have primed me so much to wait for their text message 20%, 30% off that I never go to Macy's unless I have that text message. One company that I think really does it well is an urban clothing store called City Trends. There are about 650 stores nationwide, and they do a really good job of telling the public when they have new products in, hot new urban products that appeal to uh, young men and women. And uh, I think they do a real good job. And they tell me uh, that uh, they do real well with text message marketing. It's the, the thing that has probably the best ROI of everything that they do in terms of mobile and digital. Sure. Sure. If you can get people to opt in, the media is really cheap. Do you think they're successful because they're getting people excited about their products rather than excited about a discount? Yeah, I think uh, the initial thought of everyone when they start to do text message marketing is offer a discount. And sure, discounts work great, uh, but if every text that you send centers around a percentage off, uh, people are going to wait for them. Like, I, I think Macy's has made that mistake. So, uh, yeah, keep keep up with the uh, mobile coupons. They're great. They generate business immediately, uh, but also uh, offer other products and other services and tell people about them because people are going to come in when you get the hot new clothing item uh, because apparel is you know so fickle and people want to have the, the latest styles and fashions. And when you let people know about that via text, they're going to come in your store regardless of a discount. Right. Uh, can you speak to your experiences in evolving your company, specifically as it relates to uh, serving the same customers through different media outlets over time? Well, that's one thing that I think you know we've done really well. When I look back at the companies that started in the same field that we did in interactive telephone, you know, taking advantage of landlines back in the late 80s, early 90s, I don't think any of them are still around. But one thing we've done really well is evolved as communication has evolved. And people always say to me, how can you be doing the same thing for almost three decades? And I always answer that with... <laughs> It's so not the same thing. I mean, you know, uh, mobile and the Internet is so different than landline phone promotions uh, that, you know, it's so different that there's something new and exciting every day. And I'm still learning every day. And that's what makes it fun. Right. So, you know, it's, it's evolving all the time. Where do you see the future of mobile marketing going? Well, I'm really uh, excited about virtual reality. I think that uh, that's really going to be a game changer for us in the next couple of years. So I think that's really going to be some something that you can really do some cool things with. And uh, I think it's going to become the norm in the, in the next few years. And how do you leverage virtual reality for, for marketing? Well, if you can imagine an advertisement right now, you know, uh, banner ads are pretty boring, aren't they? Uh, well, you know, you could possibly uh, click on that banner ad, get a virtual reality ad that's really going to engage the public and really going to make your ad stand out uh, to a much greater degree than just a static banner ad that might be on a in-app or on a mobile website. Sure, you got it. We need to take a break, but when we come back, we'll talk a little bit about hot news around the mobile advertising world. Don't go away. Georgecast with Tim Barsness will be right back after a word from our sponsors. 
Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white-label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. A more refreshing kind of talk radio. Cranberry Radio. Cranberry.fm. Tim Barsness is back with more advertising advice with Georgecast, only on Cranberry Radio. Welcome back to the Fjordcast. I'm your host, Tim Barsis. I'm here with Bob Bentz of Purple Gator. Um, our first story today by Victor Wong talks about how to stop creative fatigue um, from, from killing your Facebook advertising budget. Bob, can you summarize what Wong is getting at here? Well, you know, there's a thing called, uh, you know, ad fatigue or creative fatigue. And, you know, the beauty of mobile is its ability to really pinpoint target your target audience. Uh, but the, the negative to that is this person's going to be seeing the same ad over and over. Uh, if you watch television, you see the same ad over and over and over because the cost of producing a television commercial is so expensive. But with mobile, you really can create all sorts of different ads and take people through the path to purchase. So for instance, let's say you're an auto dealer. Well, the first thing you have to do is get your brand out there and, and let people know about it and get them engaged with it. And then as you take them down the path to purchase over the next couple of weeks, couple of months, you start to give them different ads so that you don't have consumer ad fatigue and you're able to give people in the final stage of the funnel uh, the offer to come in and buy that car now. It seems like the, um, the strategies to relieve creative fatigue are um, primarily around reuse of content. Um, is that something that you've seen as, as effective in, in reducing budgets for content, Bob? Well, sure it is, uh, because it's not that expensive to make uh, mobile content, even mobile video content. Uh, it seems as though you know, when you're creating a mobile video, people accept it if it's almost on a, you know, a handheld cell phone. And we're usually creating you know, six, seven, 15 second mobile videos. And when you add them to you know, things like the Facebook carousel, for instance, you're varying your message to the consumer. So you know, different ways of advertising to them might get their attention. Uh, so there's so many different things that you can do in the medium that it really reduces Reduces ad fatigue over time. Absolutely. Um, I was at the the Ryder Cup this fall, which is a golf event, and some of the members of the press were carrying around a tripod with a 
a clip for their mobile phone and they're, you know, just talking, using a microphone, but talking to their mobile phone. And that's, it seems like that's all the technology they really need these days. You really don't need Hollywood production anymore. And uh, you can make a good video that's going to engage the user. Remember, it's on a small screen, so the detail doesn't necessarily have to be there. It needs to be quick hitting and get their attention quickly. And maximum 15, even 30 seconds is pushing it. And you can really get good results with uh, mobile video. And it's another thing we're going to be doing more and more of in 2017. Do you think the bar for quality of content has dropped or do you think that we focus more on kind of other other parts of the content? Well, I think the bar for uh, content uh, is actually raised in terms of getting people's attention immediately because, you know, they're just going to click out of the video if you don't grab their attention immediately. In terms of the technology behind it, you know, you don't need six cameras. One will do. Uh, so I think it's kind of gone both ways. Right, absolutely. Our next story is about how mobile advertising spend is on pace to account for half of um, all search advertising spend. Uh, Bob, do you see this number growing in, in coming years? Oh, I, I think it's absolutely going to grow. Uh, you know, when you think about the auto business, for instance, it used to be when, when people needed to buy a car, they'd go to the dealership and they'd walk down the rows and you'd talk to that aggressive salesperson who was trying to sell you. And that doesn't really happen anymore. Uh, anymore, you know, a person interested in buying a car is getting their information together uh, from websites, from apps, from friends, family members on social media, and even experts that are uh, readily available uh, on mobile. So although you would never think of buying a car uh, via a mobile phone, that's really where the funnel begins on the path to purchase and why it's so important that auto dealers, for instance, uh, need to have a good message uh, out there on mobile. Yeah, it's, it's important to be relevant when pe people are thinking about making a decision about your brand, right? That, that's exactly right. And, you know, to use the auto example, because we have a lot of experience in that area, 71% uh, of all respondents uh, to a study that Facebook did said they used mobile at some point during the auto buying process. So uh, you can see people are getting information from that. And if you're not there, you could have the best car in the world, but nobody's going to know about it. Perfect. We need to wrap, but you can reach today's guest, Bob Bentz, at purplegator.com and relevanceraisesresponse.com to buy his book. Um, you can also email him at bob at purplegator.com. Thank you for joining us on FjordCast. You can download episodes of our program by going to cranberry.fm or subscribing to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and very soon on iHeartRadio. Thanks for being on the show, Bob. My pleasure. The opinions expressed are those of the hosts and their guests and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cranberry News Marketing and Cranberry.fm. Rebroadcasts or retransmission of this content without proper consent is prohibited 